You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Nivali Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change the world. Hi, kids. This is Nivali Rekla, your Superpower Kid. And today I'm here with a very special guest, J.P. Sears. If you're on Facebook, you've seen him. He does so many cool videos. So, without further ado, will you help me welcome J.P. Sears? Hi, J.P. Hey, Neva. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here with you. I think you are just amazing, and I'm excited for you and I to have some fun together. (laughs) Thank you. I'm super excited. I think I'm more excited. (laughs) On a scale of 0 to 10, I am a 15 excitement. I'm probably a 15 as well. Okay, I guess we're we're equals then. <laughs> so I have a question for you. I'm going to throw you out there and ask, what are your superpowers? One of my superpowers is I'm really good at being weird. I think being <laughs> weird is one of the most powerful things we can do because it connects us to ourselves. And I think ourselves is always where our real superpower is. So I'm good at being weird. Another superpower is being funny. And another superpower is caring for people. That is a real important force of nature, caring for people. And then also my eyes are a majestic dolphin blue. And I think that's an important superpower that I at least pretend to have. (laughs) So did you know about your superpowers when you were a kid? Not really. When I was a kid, the one that I sort of knew about was being funny. I was always good at making my friends laugh. Sometimes my parents would laugh. But you know what my favorite thing was? I loved to make teachers laugh. (laughs) And I found like this game I would play where I would like push teachers. You know how like if you push a teacher too far, you get in trouble. So I had this game where I tried to push them almost to the point of getting in trouble, but not getting in trouble, and then I make them laugh. And sometimes I would cross the line and I'd get in trouble. They'd say I was too disruptive. And then other times I would do well. Like I'd, I'd build the tension, push them, and then I make them laugh, and they can't possibly be mad at me if I'm making them laugh. So I think that was the main superpower I was aware of when I was a kid. And the other ones... I think they were always inside of me, but I just didn't know about them. I wasn't really connected to them. So did your parents give you any like tips and tricks on how to like be more funny? I think my dad did mostly just because like he's funny. So I would just learn by example, seeing how he would make jokes and how he would interact with people. I think that was the main thing. And then I also have two uncles who are really funny. So I got to learn from them. And and my mom is not really funny. She's awesome. But she, like, funny isn't one of her superpowers. She's more, like, about caring. So I learned a lot about caring from her. That's cool. Yeah. I'm wondering, what does the name JP stand for? I'll get two answers. One is it stands for just perfect. And the other is it stands for Jonathan Patrick. That's cool. You can choose your own adventure, which one you think is the real answer. 
Jonathan Patrick. Yeah, that's what my parents named me. But ever since I was little, they called me JP. I think it was because my sister, she's a year and a half older than me. So when I was born, she was so young that she couldn't pronounce Jonathan. So my parents just started calling me JP because it was either easier for my sister to say. And yes, I like JP. Feels like my real name. Yeah, it's a cool name. Yeah. I want to know what your superpowers are. Well, I have a few. One of them is gecko ability. Oh, what, what is that? It basically, what I do is I can like do other voices and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. That's gecko ability. I think one of them is also caring. Hmm, yeah, I would believe that. Can I tell you one of the superpowers that I see in you? I think your smile is a superpower. I don't know about the listeners, but I can see you right now on video, and you have a very warm, loving, caring smile, and I like that. And I'm wondering, when you're older, like let's just say you're 25 years old, how many more superpowers would you imagine you'll discover between now and then? Maybe like 10? Yeah, I bet it'll be a lot. Yeah. Also, I love nature. That's one of my favorite things. I love animals. Like, I have two dragons in the room with me, my stuffed dragon Puff and my other dragon Gina. Oh, how cool. Yeah. I have one turtle in the room with me. (laughs) He's a plastic turtle, and he always reminds me not to be in my shell. You know, the turtle gets to experience the world when he he or she comes out of their shell. And, you know, it's not as safe when they're not in their shell, but they get to see a lot more, feel a lot more, and connect a lot more to other turtles. So I have my turtle here to remind me to not stay in my shell. And one of my other superpowers is I can talk to my toys. Very cool. Yeah, I hear them in my mind. So your toys talk back to you, too? Yeah, like I hear them in my mind and stuff. Oh, how cool is that? I like that. And I also can talk to animals. Like my dog, I hear talk to me. Hmm, how cool. What kind of things does your dog say to you? Well, she's a little bit of a diva. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Does your dog ever tell you that she wants to be petted? Well, not really. I don't really know what it normally is. Sometimes we'll just talk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Want to know who we named her after? Yes. The goddess Kali. Oh, wow. Very cool. (laughs) What does the goddess Kali do? Goddess of destruction. Ooh, wow. And so her name is Kali, but what I say is that she's the goddess of destructing your hands when you play with her. Does she nibble on them? No, she like bites. Oh, wow. Sometimes the next morning I'll still have scratches. Wow. Yeah, she's a tough little puppy. Yeah, I guess so. My dog, his name is Zephyr. When he was younger, he used to bite a lot. Like he was very friendly, but it's just one of the ways a dog might like to play. So yeah, I would have bites and scratches all on my hands and arms. Sometimes I would even bleed, but it was like all all fun, even though it was kind of painful. 
What type so, of dog is he? He's a wiener dog. So he's a dachshund. Aww. Yeah, he's a cute little guy. He's 12 years old. That's cool. Yeah, he's my special guy. In fact, on my water bottle, Aww. that's a sticker. Uh, someone, you, I'll just say for all the listeners, Neva and I have a mutual friend named Joe Polish. So when I was visiting Joe Polish, a friend of his took a picture of Zephyr and made these stickers for me. So I get to have Zephyr's face on my water bottle, which I just absolutely love. That's cool. And actually, my dog is a toy schnauzer. Toy schnauzer? And how old? Um, she is five. Hmm. I bet your dog loves you. I love it. She actually yeah. sleeps in my room. Zephyr sleeps in my room, too, and a lot of times he'll sleep in bed with me. I just love to cuddle with him. I love cuddling with her. Actually, she has a favorite blanket. She'll go and sell my mom's chair. It's a giraffe blanket. <laughs> she either likes the blanket or likes gir- giraffes or maybe ball. Maybe. And Neva, you said that you like nature. Uh, that's one of your superpowers. You mentioned you like animals. And are there other parts of nature that you like? Um, I love swimming. Hmm. My favorite things. Yeah. Um, I love the plants and just going outside sometimes. Makes and I like looking around. Yeah, me too. I always feel more peaceful and happy when I'm in nature, even if it's just like my feet on the grass. But I love to be in trees, and I also really love like running water in nature, like streams and creeks and rivers. I don't know why, but it just feels very calming to me. I really like it. And after the break, can you tell us about your book, How to Be Ultra Spiritual, 12 and a Half Steps to Spiritual Superiority? We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Can you tell us about your book? Yeah, I'd be happy to. So I'm very proud of myself for writing a book. It's something I never thought I would do until I did it because I had never done it before. So it means a lot to me that I did it. The book is, it's my comedic perspective on new age spirituality, the health world, which all those things are very important to me. But I also think it's very important to be able to laugh at myself, to be playful, not just serious all the time. And because I think life is too short to be serious all the time. I just, uh, I think one of the purposes of life is to be playful. It's like, learn how we can be like a puppy, even though we're a person. So my book is kind of like me being like a playful puppy, doing my best to make people laugh. 
And the book took two and a half months to write. And I was writing every day. And it was scary to me because when I started the book, I didn't know, like, am I going to be able to write a book? Am I going to be able to finish it? Will it be any good? But it was so important to me to do it anyway, even though I was scared. So I found being willing to be afraid was helpful to allow me to write the book. Otherwise, like I think everybody on earth, once upon a time, we were all afraid of monsters in our closet. But the weird thing is, even though like we're afraid of the monsters in our closet, if we go towards the closet, you know, we're taking action, even though we're afraid, and we look in the closet, we find like, okay, the closer we get to our fear, the more our fear tends to dissipate. And once we actually open the closet, we realize, oh, there's not a monster, and our fear goes away. But if we like go to the other side of the house and avoid the closet because we don't want to be any more afraid, then I think it's actually scarier. We get more afraid. So I think going towards the thing I was afraid to do, writing the book, was very important so I could actually get through the fear. Yeah, actually, sometimes I'll think there's like something under my bed. I'll just like look under it and there's something there. And actually, I'm writing my own book. Oh, tell me about it. So I don't have a name for it yet, but... It is about being a young entrepreneur and a business event I go to called CEO Space. I've been going there since I was two and a half. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And what's your writing process like? Do you write in it every once in a while, every day, once a week? What's Um, it look like? Well, actually, I'm not writing it. So it's called, publishers are called You Speak It. Oh, cool. So you just say it and it records it as written words? They write it. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like it. And I'm super excited for the book to be done. Wow. So you speak your thoughts and do you still have to write more in the book or, you know, speak more or is all all of that complete at this point? Yeah, I do. Cool. Actually... I forgot. (laughs) (laughs) But at least you remembered that you forgot. True. Uh, And I think sometimes forgetting what we know so that we can remember what we don't know is a good idea. At least that's my idea. My idea is that it's a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of want to show you one of my gecko abilities. Yeah, I'd love to see it and hear it. Oh, yeah, it's basically hearing I want to see if you've heard this voice. <laughs> Is that Miranda Sings? <laughs> yes. I think that is a very good gecko voice of Miranda. That is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I'll just joke around my house by doing her voice. Yeah, she is so funny. She yeah. is so cool. I was actually telling my mom, you're kind of like... You like her, like your comedy. Mm. Well, thank you. That's a, a great compliment because she is just so amazing. I would definitely say I've looked at her as inspiration because she does her thing very well. And, yeah. you know, my thing is different, but it's similar. So I definitely get some good inspiration from her. Yeah. 
Do you have any other gecko voices? Huh. Give me an idea of what I should do. Hmm. I want to hear you do more Miranda. Hmm. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, so good. So obviously you watch Miranda on YouTube. Have you seen her show on Netflix too? Yeah. yeah. My, it really annoys my parents though, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really watch it. Oh. And do you watch all of her videos on YouTube? Sometimes, like, if she pops up, I'll watch her. Like, yeah. she was on some of my YouTubers' shows. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, actually, last night I was watching your video. I call it how not to parent. Yes. <laughs> Parenting one. Yeah. Thank you for watching that. I had fun with that one. It cracks me up. You know, I find a lot of kids tell me that that's their favorite video of mine. <laughs> and I'm curious, the things that I did in the video, yeah, I'm curious, like, how that comes across. Have you seen that done before, like, in real life? No, but I've heard, like, stories of maybe parents, like, not being so nice to their kids. yeah. Luckily, I think most parents are nice to their kids. Of course, there's some bad apples. I think in that video, I did my best to to kind of exaggerate what usually happens. So, so things that are usually small made it bigger for the video just to be able to shine the light on it a little bit better. But I had fun with that. And when I made that video and then released it, my parents watched it. And I was afraid they think like I'm making it about them. And, you know, they, they called me and asked me. And I'm like, well, you know, there, there was maybe some of that that I experienced as a kid. But I, my purpose is just to help people break old patterns that they might be in and kind of get out of the mud and also make people laugh. You definitely get a, did a good job over-exaggerating with the part of knocking out your kid with the soccer ball. That was my favorite part, actually. <laughs> when I was filming that video, I had to kick the ball probably 20 times before I actually hit the kid doll in the face. So I kicked the ball, and then I have to go run and chase the ball, come back because I missed it. Finally, I hit the child doll right in the face how'd you even get to stand up yeah it's like it's made out of hard plastic so I just kind of balanced it a little bit it wasn't too hard but that doll it's a lot of people have told me and I agree it looks creepy like a psychotic (laughs) doll you even said that in the video oh did I really creepy I forgot I said that in the video Yeah, that is a creepy doll. And actually, my mom said that you could probably help me with, like, I've gotten some, like, criticism on, I did this one show called Top Clothes for Kids. And so I was, like, fashion reviews, and I got some criticism around, like, kid, it shouldn't have, like, the word hot in it. Mm -hmm. So I was maybe looking for some advice on how to deal with, like, criticism. Yeah, I'd be happy to give you some. But first, I'd love to ask, how did you feel? when you had the criticism? Not that good, but I kept on going. Yeah, so to me, that is actually the best advice. Like, you feel the feelings that come up, because they're like, they're made by our human heart. Mm 
but being willing to feel them, but keep going, that is the key to success. You know, there's no way to completely disconnect from those feelings of like fear and sadness when we get criticism. So being willing to feel them and keep going anyway. So I think you're doing it. And then just something else I would say, it's really important for me to tell myself what I think of my own video before I even put it out. Because I want to know what do I think? And I want to respect my opinion about my video. So before I even put it on YouTube, I'll watch it. And then I'll say, what do I think of that? Instead of just, okay, I put it out and if people like it, then I'll like it. Or if someone doesn't like it, then I don't like it. It's like, no, it's important to understand what it means to me, I think. And so I would definitely invite people to consider that. Make sure you ask yourself, what do you think before you pay attention to what other people think? And then I think the last thing I would say is with things that I do, it's so important to me that I do them in a way that amuses me. I don't sit down and say, okay, I'm going to do a video. Let me do a video on something that I think will make other people laugh. I have to go for what do I think is funny? What amuses me? So I think paying attention to our own thoughts and feelings on that is so important because I think that helps us put like better creations out into the world. And it means we're already connected to ourself and our opinion rather than just trying to do things for other people. I think doing things for other people, it's nice when when we're doing them in a caring way. But when it's some piece of art or a video or a song, I think we need to be true to our creative spirit, first and foremost. Yeah. I was maybe curious if we had enough time. Could I maybe do a reading for you? A card yeah, I'd love that. I saw my deck and I wanted to. Oh, well, cool. So this is my deck, Sheep Sister. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I just thought that this is like a fun interview yeah i'm with you there i think this will be more fun and insightful that has like cute little flying frogs on it (laughs) i can't really see the camera oh that's okay there now i see him (laughs) shuffle this up do you want to come out so i'm just gonna put this too okay all right so the first one was a royal guardian a magical protector is there for you hmm you know what that is so funny so there's a picture of a girl hugging a dog as soon as you said loyal guardian a magical protector i pictured my dog zephyr that is so cool he kind of looks like it like yeah they're both brown yeah oh how cool thank you that feels good Mm -hmm. so I have two ways. One of my favorite ways is I touch the card and then I feel into it or I can just read about it. Oh, so the next one, I'd love to do the one where you touch the card and feel into it. All right. So I'll read the Royal Guardians. This is always the most trouble I have. Should I maybe just do the hand process? Yeah, that works too. 
A loyal guardian is always by your side. And a loyal guardian, in this case your dog, and will keep you safe no matter what the circumstances. Mm. Thank you, Neva. That feels good to hear. I appreciate the reading. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, right. Of course. Then the other one is the unending sadness of looking back. And this regret, obsessive grief, replaying the past negative nostalgia. Gotcha. I don't know what's in her arms. Wow, yeah, that looks weird. It does. Maybe it's like a snake or something? Yeah, it could be. This card doesn't have anything for me. Oh, well, that's cool. I appreciate you being willing to respect that. If nothing's coming in, that's cool. Thank you so much for both those readings, Neva. I appreciate it. Thank you. Ah, my mom just told me it's about time to wrap up. Oh, well, thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of this conversation with you, Neva. I think you are just wonderful. You are absolutely delightful. And I feel really good talking with you. Thank you. And I have one more question before the end. So that is, where can people go to find out more about you? Yeah, on Facebook is a good place. And YouTube, both of my user handles on those are Awaken with JP. All right. Thank you. And do you want to do the ending with me? Yes. Remember, kids, we all have superpowers, and we can change, change the, world. the world. Thank you, JP, and see you next time. Sounds great, Neva. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. It's my